Hi, this is Steve Nerlich, and this is Steve's PhD, Episode 11, Thesis. And suddenly, it's time. Thesis time. In the midst of circulating my fabulous survey far and wide, and in the midst of finalising my second blockbuster journal article, my supervisor was suddenly looking worried. So which chapter is this, she asked. I'm reading the draft of my second article. I explain, uh, well, it's another publication, you know. This explanation in no way dispelled her worried look, and I began to experience a sickly feeling as it began to dawn upon me I had just frittered away the last 18 months irresponsibly publishing peer-reviewed journal articles when I should have been doing my PhD. Damn. Doing a PhD in Australia is a little different from doing a PhD in other places, although really every place does their PhDs a little differently from every other place. An Australian PhD is a bit like a traditional British PhD. In fact, prior to 1948, no one did PhDs in Australia. They mostly went to Great Britain to do them. The British model involves devoting several years to developing a thesis, which is some bold new idea that you expound upon and justify with evidence from all the research that you've done. Things work a bit differently in the US, where the intention is to make you a learned expert in your chosen field. So, when you do a US PhD, you usually do quite a lot of coursework as well following a kind of skill development program that you've agreed to with your advisor, which is what they call supervisors, over there. At the end of all that, you still have to do a thesis, although it's generally a bit shorter than the British model, and it's more often called a dissertation. All that said, things are currently changing in Australia. At my home university... ANU, the Australian National University, I started my PhD just one semester ahead of a new requirement for all PhDs to do some mandatory coursework. So I continue under the old system where it's all just thesis, and perhaps I will be one of the last ANU PhD students to do so. But that's just ANU. Some Australian universities have been doing a coursework component for years, while others would be outraged by the very idea. Like I said, everywhere does their PhDs a bit differently from everywhere else. But I think there is something unusually Australian about an Australian PhD. Everyone doing a PhD in Australia knows how the system works and everyone makes damn sure that the system is fair. In other words, everyone knows where the goalposts are, and everyone knows we are all playing with the same ball. And today, everyone is agreed that the goalposts are set at 80,000 words. I mean, they have to be 80,000 robust and coherent words, 
underpinned by original research and all that. But at the moment, anyone writing up their thesis always has one eye on the word counter to see if they're at 80,000 yet. Now, it would be wrong to suggest that writing 80,000 words is easy, but it is true that that's all you have to do, apart from a few progress reports and presentations. If you deliver a reasonably coherent 80,000-word document that has your supervisor's blessing, the burden of proof is entirely upon your thesis review committee to demonstrate that you haven't cut the mustard. In order to trash your work at that stage, the thesis review committee would be trashing your supervisor's reputation as well, which isn't very likely. What they will do is to throw you a whole bunch of comments and edit requests. They might also insist that certain sections are expanded and that certain ill-considered sections are removed. But if you address all these points in a revised 80,000-word submission, you can consider you're pretty much done and you can get the heck on with your life. So... That was my supervisor's point. It's her job to get me through the goalposts, and here I am dithering around on the sidelines writing peer-reviewed journal articles. I mean, come on. And seriously, if you are an impoverished 23-year-old living on brown rice and lentils, just write your darn thesis. Don't waste your time publishing. If, on the strength of your PhD, you later get a job in the academic world, you can always publish stuff from your thesis then. If you get a job that's not in the academic world, then you might as well get the heck on with your life. If people aren't impressed that you have a PhD, a publication list is unlikely to impress them anymore. All that said, though... If you are one of those stubborn, crotchety, mature-age students who already has a full-time job and has decided to spend their midlife crisis doing a part-time PhD instead of buying a Harley Davidson, well, why not publish a paper or two just because you can? As a mature-age student, you have the luxury of enjoying the journey rather than racing to the destination. I can do things at my own pace, pop over to a public lecture on astronomy, chat to Brian Schmidt, Nobel Prize winner, over canapes, and maybe catch a taxi home in the evening because I'm not saving up for my next tin of lentils. And if you are an impoverished 23-year-old saving up for your next tin of lentils, here's another tip. Don't do a survey. Surveys are horrible time wasters because you have to keep on writing emails asking people for their help, a process which can take you to some extremes of humiliation and despair until you do eventually find people who both can and do want to help you. As for me, I just decided to find out how horrendous it really was to do a survey from scratch. I did manage to get 100 responses last year, and this year I'll probably get 300. Maybe next year, which will be the last year I try, I might even get 500. In the commercial world, 
People might spend $100,000 on a survey of Australian university students, and they probably get 50,000 responses. But even if I do only manage 1% of that, I will have managed it with no budget at all. It's these small things that make me happy. And let's face it, Harley-Davidson's are too damn loud, and a riding position that requires you to hold your arms up around the level of your heart is ergonomically daft. Anyhow, my supervisor has now sent me on a course that should see me sailing through the goalposts sometime in 2016. But as usual, she's managed to do that while engendering a degree of panic, sorry, motivation, in me, since OMG I've been farting around publishing peer-reviewed journal articles when I should have been writing my thesis. But hang on, I hear you say, what about thesis by publication? Thesis by publication means you submit a compilation of published articles rather than one coherent monograph. Surely, if I'm already pumping out journal articles, why not just keep on doing that? Well, it's tricky, and it's all about goalposts. The goalpost for thesis by publication is apparently six papers, and I've just done two. These were pretty solid, meticulously written pieces, and maybe the other four don't have to be quite so meticulous. They just have to be new and original. If I add up all the words that I've written to date, including, but not limited to, the two papers, it's about 20,000 words. That is, about one quarter of a thesis. If I look down the thesis by publication route, I am one third of the way there, with two out of six papers done, but it's not that straightforward. A thesis by publication still needs a sort of framework document, which is maybe 10,000 words of blather and guff, to tie all the papers you've written into a coherent story. Also, if you just go down the normal thesis route, you don't have to be quite so rigid and sparing with your words. So, for a proper thesis, you tend to write new material faster. And once you're done, you could consider turning the whole thing into a book. But, while I am at a bit of a decision crossroad just now, one thing is clear, it's time. If I am going to finish this PhD, I either need to start a thesis proper, or I need to write that framework document for six papers, four of which I haven't actually written yet. Either way, my supervisor's steely gaze is upon me, and I really need to come up with something soon that puts me on the road to that finish line somewhere around mid-2016. Stay tuned. Steve Nerlick, PhD Candidate.